Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the morning sports briefing here on October the 15th of August. Hang on. No. On Thursday, the 15th of October. That's what I'm trying to say. Deary me all over the place here this morning. Um, but uh, hope you're having a wonderful week, folks. Hi, I'm Paul. Um, I'm your host this morning. And in the news today, um, we'll have an update on the All Whites um, friendly with England in the football. Um, we've got an update with our, on cricket news and a sad passing um, of a famous player. Um, we also uh, will update you with the latest stage in the Giro d'Italia uh, and a motorbike taking down a rider uh, by accident. Um, in our NRL news, is Mitchell Pierce returning to the Roosters? And then over in the rugby, um, we've got uh, updates on what uh, World Rugby is doing to their uh, improve their uh, administration. Also, uh, news on players ahead of the Bledisloe Cup 2 and also the Gallagher Premiership final over in England. So, yes, lots and lots of news. Uh, in the rugby this morning, so stick around for that later. Kicking off, though, um, with the football, um, and unfortunately, um, the All Whites um, uh, have to, had to cancel um, or had to withdraw from their friendly with England that was due to take place on November the 12th. Um, the reasons are logistical, um, with uh, um, player availability and travel um, impacted by um, COVID 19, uh, meaning that so uh, just uh, getting players to the game and then back to um, their uh, well their their day jobs in, in domestic rugby um, would be uh, basically impractical with all the different um, uh, different quarantines along the way that they would have to do so unfortunately that means the all whites will pull out of uh, have had to pull out of that game and uh, now they're starting to look forward to March 2021 uh, when the next international window opens. I'm going to hand you over to Ashwin now, who's going to take us through our cricket update. Good morning, Paul, and good morning to all our viewers and listeners on the interweb. And in this morning's IPL game, the Delhi Capitals and Rajasthan Royals duked it out. Delhi Capitals remain among the leaders at the top of the table in the IPM with a win over the Rajasthan Royals. 
Daly batted first and got off to a shaky start, losing a wicket off the first ball of the game. And we're 10 for two after the third over. But Shikha Darwan and Captain Shreya Sire righted the ship with half centuries to both. Darwan with 57 off 33 and Ayer with 53 off 43. Capitals finishing up on 161 for seven. Conversely, the English duo of Ben Stokes and Josh Butler opened up for the Royals, getting them away to a great start. Josh Butler scoring 22 off with a strike rate of 244. Ben Stokes going on to 41 from 35 deliveries. Unfortunately for the Royals, the rest of the lineup couldn't sustain the run rate. They ended up on 148 for eight, falling 14 runs short of their target. That means the Capitals go to the top of the table with 12 points ahead of the Mumbai Indians and Royal Challengers Bangalore, both of whom have a game in hand. And the COVID hits keep coming with the inaugural Under-19 Women's World Cup scheduled for January 2021 in Bangladesh. Looks certain not to go ahead. A final call will be made by the ICC in November, and we will look forward to that and see whether that gets postponed or cancelled. And just a reminder, there will be no swinging from the hip tonight. I know it's sad, but we will we will overcome. But they will be back on Monday night, uh, and that will hopefully mean that the guys can also join me on the show. And finally, in some really sad news, John R. Reid has passed away at the age of 92 in Auckland. He was the Wisden Cricket of the Year in 1959, and as captain of led New Zealand to their first ever test win, over the West Indies at Eden Park in 1956. I remember that well. He also led the team to their first win overseas against South Africa in 1961, where the team won two tests to draw the series. Reid scored 3,428 runs with a highest score of 142. That was on the 1961 tour, which I just mentioned. He also took 85 wickets. John Reid was the oldest surviving test cricketer in New Zealand, and New Zealand cricket chief executive David White referred to Reid as the Colin Meads of New Zealand cricket. Our thoughts and condolences from New Zealand Sport Radio go out to the Reid family. Family, And that, Paul, is the cricket news for today. Thank you uh, very much, uh, Arshwin and Stephen. Oh, looking in uh, um, some exotic location there. For our birthdays yeah, this morning. I wouldn't say exotic location. It's pretty chilly down here in Hastings this morning. Only eight degrees and a high of 11 this morning. But uh, just before we get into birthdays, just want to echo uh, Ashwin's thoughts on John Reid, probably one of New Zealand's first genuine cricket uh, superstars. So uh, once again, we uh, lay on our thoughts and best wishes from uh, NZ Sport Radio. But uh, as they say, life does go on and it goes on for three of our birthday recipients uh, this morning a talented New Zealand motor racer driver on the rise of Commonwealth Games a silver medalist and finally a slalom canoeist that that has competed at two Olympics and that's where we start this morning uh, Mike Dawson born this day the 15th of October 1986 in Tauranga as a New Zealand slalom canoeist has competed at the international level since 2004 he won a bronze medal in the inaugural extreme k1 event at the 2017 icf canoe slalom world championships in power at the 2012 summer olympics in london he competed in uh, the k1 event finishing in 15th place after being eliminated in the semi-finals four years later in rio de janeiro he made the final and finished 10th place and in the k1 event in 2010 and again in 2012 he won first place in the extreme whitewater Green River Narrows 
in North Carolina, USA. Moving right along, uh, Susanna Susie Kate Pride, or Susie Pride, as she's known, born this day, the 15th of October 1973 in Waipukuro, not too far away from here, actually. New Zealand is a New Zealand cyclist who won a silver medal for New Zealand at the 1998 Commonwealth Games in the Women's Road Race at the 2002 Commonwealth Games, and she again won a silver medal in the cross-country discipline. And finally this morning, well, we got a motor racer that is on the rise. Dominic Story, born this day, the 15th of October 1989, is a New Zealand racing driver from New Zealand. He currently drives the number 63 Holden VF Commodore for Eaglestone Motorsport in the Dunlop Super 2 Series. But just give you a breakdown of what this young man has already achieved at such a young age, Formula BMW, after karting career in his native New Zealand story made his uh, single-seater debut in 2006 in the Formula BMW Asia, finishing the uh, season fourth overall whilst teammate to current Formula One star Daniel Ricciardo. He also contested two races in the British Series, having competed for Raikunikan uh, Robertson Racing in Alton Park, where he placed fifth on debut. He's also competed in the Toyota Motor Racing Series, He's also competed in the Formula Renault and Formula 3 in 2008. Story made his debut in Formula Renault category with participation in the Formula Renault, the two-litre West European Series at Estoril. He remained in the series for 2009 and joined a Euro Cup Renault two-litre, but spent only two rounds in both the series. He also appeared as a guest driver at Donington Park in the British Formula 3 and, of course, as mentioned at the top of the show, Australian GT Championship story raced in the 2016 CAMS Australian G2 Endurance Championship in the new AMG GT3 partnering with Peter Hackett. The duo finished runner-up in the championship with three laps and a podium finish in the Phillip Island 101. Boy, what a CV for this uh, young man, Damien um, Dominic Story, born the 15th of October, 1989. So what does that make him? Around about 31. Um, yeah, incredible. Got a great career in front of him. I'll be back with our league news very, very shortly. Thank you um, very much, uh, Stephen. Uh, and moving on then to the cycling. And over in the Giro d'Italia, um, we had a, a flat, a rare flat stage, which meant it was one for the sprinters. Um, Arnaud Demar. Um, won the 11th stage to pick up his fourth um, victory of the uh, um, of the race uh, ahead of Peter Sagan, uh, who won yesterday uh, in a sort of classics style one. Um, talking of the classics and uh, the um, over in the uh, uh, Tour of Flanders, um, they have decided to um, uh, have have 22 zones where fans won't be allowed um, due to COVID. Normally, uh, there's lots of fans on the climbs uh, and uh, that will be stopped this year. Um, unfortunately, um, for um, Viviani, uh, who is one of the, uh, the sprinter um, for Confidis, um, he was taken down by a motorbike at the uh, Giro d'Italia um, with just 30 kilometers to go. Um, as they were going round and roundabout, um, he slowed up slightly and the road bike ran into the uh, back of him. Uh, the uh, motorbike rider um, has been fined um, uh, and thrown off the race for 
not following um, the uh, guidelines concerning vehicle movements during the race. So, uh, yes, really sad for uh, Elia Viviani there. Um, I think he, he was okay, but obviously taken out of an opportunity of winning a race, and he's uh, being, being one of the sprinters, uh, and he's having a bit of a, a tough season with Confidus um, this year. I'm going to hand you back to Stephen now, who's going to take us through our sport that just keeps on giving. It's our NRL update. Yeah, thanks again, Paul. Not a lot around in league news. Of course, we've got that uh, first uh, major semi-final coming up tomorrow night between the uh, Raiders and the Storm. But what we do have in league news, news this morning, uh, Newcastle halfback Mitchell Pearce could be packing his bags and <clears throat> heading down the M1 to Bondi to reunite with the Roosters. Former New South Wales coach Laurie Daly told Big Breakfast Sports, and Big Breakfast Sports is a radio show in Sydney, that the tricklers want Mitchell Pearce back. The name that I keep hearing is Mitchell Pearce. They want Mitchell Pearce back, Daly said on Wednesday. They're a unique club, the Roosters. They want to win every year. That's their goal. That's their aspiration. That's the way they have their operation. And Trent Robinson, the coach, has done a terrific job. Nick Politis does a great job. If they can do whatever they need to do to get the players to their club, they will. Pierce would be a great replacement for young halfback Kyle Flanagan, who has come under fire for not living up to Roosters' expectations. I'm a little bit disappointed by those comments. Kyle Flanagan has actually been really good uh, for the uh, the uh, Roosters this year. And just let's not forget, he's in his first season with the club and he's only 22 years old. Um, Cooper Cox's uh, successor, however, it's uh, been a mixed year for the former Shark. He was uh, dropped mid-season in favour of uh, Lockie Lamb and didn't quite hit the mark when he was recalled. The club is now reportedly keen to move him on with the Bulldogs being the most likely to of landing the uh, signing of a Flanagan. Young gun Sam Walker, son of Broncos great, Ben Walker is contracted to the Roosters next season and is said to be in line to take Flanagan's place. However, Daly believes the Roosters will swoop in on an experienced halfback in Pierce rather than taking a risk on another rookie. Obviously, Flanagan hasn't aimed up as well as they would have hoped. They want to move him on and they've got other options. They didn't mind moving Pitch Mitchell Pierce on when they had the opportunity to sign said Cooper Cronk, so it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Pretty ruthless, I've got to say. I mean, to say the Roosters have had a pretty good year. Sure, they didn't get to do the three-peat, but welcome to the world of professional rugby league. And that's it for me today, Paul. I'm going to go and not too sure what I'm going to do in this weather today. Probably have a nicer day here with family here in the lovely Hawke's Bay normally. Absolutely, and uh, yeah, you say very ruthless and not very much, sort, not really sort of building a team <clears throat> when you uh, have a player who's, uh, who's yeah, in his first season, you go, oh, you're not good enough, off you go. Um, you're supposed to support and help those guys to grow. Um, but um, anyway, uh, but obviously, Stephen, down in the Hawks Bay, so that uh, to, to for our Ranfurly Shield um, coverage, that'll be coming to you tomorrow um, as uh, Hawks Bay defend the Shield against um, Northland. And uh, you're showing your true colours there already, Stephen, with your um, with your with your hoodie on. Just just having um, worn them. So, uh, just do enjoy just that game, folks. Um, I was going to say, just having worn them around town, Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, careful, careful not to wear it out. Um, and um, uh, so, yes, folks, do don't forget to like our the, the New Zealand Sports Radio Facebook page 
um, for all that coverage that Stephen will be bringing from the Ranfilly Shield um, tomorrow evening. Talking of rugby um, and um, world rugby, uh, uh, during the last elections, um, one of the uh, um, commitments by Bill Beaumont was to review um, the administration. Um, and uh, it looks like part of that has come back with the appointments of a uh, basically of a, 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 a national person, a, um, a female and an independent representative um, on each of the uh, boards that um, they have. What that means is that our own uh, Melody Robinson has been appointed to the um, Rugby World Cup board. Um, for All Blacks, uh, Steve Hansen, sorry, for All Blacks coach Steve Hansen um, and Senator Conrad Smith are on the new um, High Performance 15s committee, um, along with uh, uh, Jacques Nabar from um, South Africa and Eddie Jones from England. And former All Blacks doctor Deb Robinson um, he will be chairing the Anti Doping Advisory um, Committee. <clears throat> um, so uh, good luck to them all in their new roles. Looking forward to the Bledisloe Cup 2 and uh, Sam Whitelock. It uh, looks like he'll be out of um, this game due to a head knock um, last uh, in Bledisloe Cup 1. Um, if he can't recover in time, um, that uh, is going to leave. Um, it looks like um, Vair will um, end up, will, will get, we'll be getting his um, <clears throat> um, starting spot in an All Blacks jersey in just his first year at uh, sort of senior rugby after yeah, obviously debuting with the Chiefs this year. So um, amazing rise for him. Good news on the locking front, though. Scott Barrett is back and training um, after his uh, foot surgery. Um, and uh, the All Blacks are uh, looking at how they can uh, bring him back into the fold. Obviously, having had no rugby for so long, going straight into a test match would be very uh, difficult. Um, uh, there were also um, niggles to both uh, Richie Moanga and um, um, a Bowden Barrett. Bowden Barrett's Achilles still apparently um, playing up, uh, but um, they hopefully he will be available for um, this Sunday's game. So uh, a number of injury issues uh, for the All Blacks to contend with uh, in this second game against the Wallabies. Over in England, and uh, we are nine days away from the Gallagher Premiership final and Wasps. Um, have had four players test positive for COVID, um, as well as three other staff members. Um, so, with the obviously the uh, final um, only a week and a half away, uh, we'll have to see how uh, that um, how that story develops with wasps. Um, obviously, we, all those, all those um, people have gone into um, isolation. Um, we wish, wish them all um, a speedy recovery. Um, but obviously, that does raise doubts about the um, the final and Wasp have cancelled training um, as a precaution as well. So how well prepared will they be for that final against Exeter Chiefs? Exeter Chiefs are um, facing uh, Racing 92 in the uh, final of the um, uh, European Champions Cup um, this weekend. I'm pretty sure it's Racing 92. I will just confirm that I've got some. Um, uh, the uh, correct uh, team there, folks, um, on that one. That's right, yes, Exeter versus Racing um, this weekend. And then it's an excellent backing up then with the Gallagher final, uh, Gallagher Premiership final the week after. You have now started the day the best way up to speed with all the important sports news. Don't forget, you can listen to us on the go 
Just search for search for New Zealand Sports Radio um, on your favourite podcatcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, iTunes, all of those wonderful places. Um, and have a wonderful Thursday, folks. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.